Morning, my brothers and sisters on this episode number 185 of the good morning guys podcast thank you so much for joining us on this a fine morning after an evening or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play i am one of your four hosts the brazilian mountaineer and transition ninja lucas ham swisher also with me the judge the jury and the executioner of fake news and spoilers patrick Mortadella, Novacell. Oh, tudo bem. Beleza. Você? Nah, that's all I know. Okay, <laughs> and it's done. You've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> On his left and my right, the Rocket League and Beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less of your money back, Ronnie Baloney Johantis. Hi. Ronnie Baloney. Hi. I love it. Nice. That's right. And last but certainly not least, the final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who, and Apex Legends on his brain, and La Coretta in his old stomacho, Mark Prusetta Boucher. What did you just call me? <laughs> Mark Prusetta. Oh, Bruschetta okay. Boucher. What did you think I said? I have no idea. Get your mind out of the gutter, Mark. <laughs> well, you led me there, so. No, I didn't. I said a real word, a real deli meat. <laughs> None of these words were made up. It's I a don't real deli meat. It's yummy. Prusetta. You never had it? It's Italian ham. Wait, are you saying prue uh, or brew? Prusetta. Yeah, that I've never had. You know, things went so smoothly when it was just me and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Too smoothly. It was like. Wait, hold on a second. Is it like a, a baby's bee? butt? Or a bee? I'm pretty sure it's bee, right? Bruschetta. Isn't that a type of bread? Bruschetta is a. Prue? It's like tomato. Oh, it like a cheese. Bruschetta is tomatoes, olive oil, and oregano. Feels like you could be making this up, though. And then bruschetta, bruschetta is, is an Italian ham. Is it? So bruschetta is thick slices of bread grilled, rubbed with garlic, drizzled with olive oil, and topped with tomatoes and herbs. That, After oh, hours. That, that's that's Mark. I like I'll that. say right yep. at the end there is really when he brought it home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, this is a piece of bread. You're wrong about this. Now, <laughs> are you thinking of oil? Are you thinking of prosciutto? No, is that what it, is that how it goes? Prosciutto? Yes. What's prosciutto? Uh, prosciutto is an Italian uncooked, unsmoked, and dry cured ham. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. So I was mixing yep. the two. So yeah. guess what? You're both. You're bruschetta and prosciutto. Prosciutto. <laughs> It sounds like a, some sort of like samurai game we're about to play on on PlayStation. Sounds like it a warden from Olive Garden. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Man, I'd love some Olive Garden right now. Bruschetta That's blade. a thing. That's a thing that happened. Yeah, it is yeah. a thing that happened. Yep. Well, that was my uh, that was my attempt at kind of following through on what I said on episode one seventy nine when I said I was going to introduce you guys all with deli meat names and. Uh, Ronnie wasn't here, so he couldn't speak for himself. You were going to be Mark Turkey Boucher, but... Gobble, gobble. Prosciutto, or bruschetta, as some call it, just <laughs> sounded better. So I went with it. As prosciutto. one calls it. <laughs> Mark Prosciutto Boucher. Yep, well, hi. as some call it. I'm one of those. Hi. I'm glad you uh, are here, and I'm glad you Mark Fact did that. Uh, thank you so much. You're so, welcome. guys, we missed you last week. We are so glad you held down the fort. We're so glad you uh, 
you know, talked poorly about my internet and talked about how babies are very scary. And <laughs> we did not disagree with you, but we laughed the whole time while we were listening to you. So um, let's go ahead and jump into what's new news. We got lots of good things to cover and talk about and chat about. So we're going to start with old Ronnie J himself. Ronnie Johantis, how are you? I'm good, actually. Um, hmm. I just woke up from a long nap, so I am. My energy level is pretty low. All right, all right, all right, uh, all right. So I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely counting on, especially you, Lucas, to really bring the heat here. Heat's, heat's coming right here, right now. <clears throat> so for me this week, um, I didn't have a whole lot um, of extra, you know, exciting things that have happened. Um, I'm still trying to get through Blazing Beaks. Uh, which is yeah. just impossible. I actually just beat the boss for the second uh, level. There's five of them, so all right. I made it to the third level for the first time. How many? <clears throat> how many runs have you done? Would Probably you guesstimate? At least thirty to forty. Woo! All right. Yeah, all right. They, they're hard. really fast, though. Um, I, I would say it's equivalent to like Hades if you were to only make it to like the second level. You know, right? Um, it, it's not. You can die all of a sudden, like you could have six hearts, and then uh, one of their like characters is like a big bull in the second, and he just like runs you over and he does like two damage. Then you try to run, somebody might shoot you and it'll do another two, and then all of a sudden you're just dead mm. uh, right away. So, Mm-mm-mm. uh, making yeah. it to beating the second level boss, I did unlock another character. Um, I don't know how many there are, I tried to actually get on and look this up today. Um, I wanted to see like you know, most games have like a tips and tricks, you know, kind of like for yeah. starters, like I could not find a video like that, um, which is it's, the first time I pretty, think that's ever happened, but, pretty you're new, on right? your own. <laughs> but it is, I think yeah. it is newer. Um, so we'll wait and I guess kind of see, but it is, I mean, uh, I think, I think it was Patrick before we were talking about this and he said, it's like enter the gungeon. Like it is like enter the gungeon um, yeah. with, uh, with a few different things. So I'm still working on beating that. Um, the hunt is on for me as far as new system goes. Um, I'm at the point now where I am ready to buy one. I really haven't been like, you know, keeping like track online, like really searching it out this weekend. I was at Best Buy. Um, they'd actually just sold their, I think their last, uh, Xbox like the day before, uh, cause they've been getting, uh, uh, I guess shipments of Xboxes in. So, I'm going to check back there from time to time, but um, I honestly, when I was there, I was thinking to myself, man, if they have either one, I'm probably just going to buy it, which is a little different. I really have been thinking I'm not going to get a PlayStation. Um, however, everybody's playing Elden Ring on PlayStation. So yeah, if I were to that's get it, where then, the, the cool kids are. I mean, apparently. Patrick's um, played it twice on PlayStation. And then I look back to like, what, what am I playing right now on the Xbox? Which is nothing. So it doesn't, uh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll end up being an Xbox first, but depending on availability, I guess. All right. All right. All right. All right. I like, should, I like uh, how this sounds. You should talk to Patrick. He could probably, you know, help you out with that. He's the guy like, Pat's like the guy in prison that can get things for you. That's yeah. right. <laughs> he knows people. Yeah. Yeah. Now that he's stateside. He <laughs> Yeah. So no, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of on the on the prowl for for one of those. Um, I get my couch tomorrow. Woo! Woo! Nice. So That's right. I the 22nd. Even, 
That's yeah, what you said I last week. I can't even tell you how awesome it's going to be because I, I like literally playing video games and stuff like is not the same without a comfortable chair to sit in. And I'm sure. not one of those people that like, like want to sit like in a computer chair and play video games. Like I'm not a computer gamer. Uh, I can't sit at my desk and look at my computer that long. Like, nope. I like to be like completely laid comfortably across the couch somewhere. Uh, that's, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's gaming. If you, if you ask me hundred percent sweet. Um, outside of that, um, I, last week I did mention very briefly that I literally hate the Cincinnati reds. Uh, I think a lot of Cincinnati fans are probably feeling that right now. They mm-hmm. traded away a few of our, um, I don't want to say like best players, but I would say Jesse Winker was probably our best hitter, to be honest. Um, and that they just, once you get, um, as a fan, once you get connected to players, once you get kind of like emotionally attached a little bit, you know, like you're like, man, I like this guy. Like you're following them on Instagram and stuff like that. You're seeing their family and, when they're with the organization for a few years and you see him go just all of the sudden, uh, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Did, did um, you hear what Jesse Winker said in his first interview with the Seattle Mariners? He was like, I'm so excited to be part of an organization that is set on winning. It's like, is it all right there? He's not yeah. wrong. Like he's, he's right. just, He's not wrong. Um, he even like in his like exit interview or exit. Uh, yeah. Exit interview, I guess. Um, like he was like tearing up like with reporters and stuff. And it's like, Oh, like this made me feel even worse. Mm-hmm. So um, on the, on the flip side of that, the Bengals are making moves to win. Yes. Yeah, the Bengals, signed, All right. the Bengals have go. signed three offensive linemen and they yeah, have okay. paid the money. So um, that's where they definitely needed work and they have absolutely um, went out and spent the money they needed to. I thought it was interesting, Patrick. I don't know. Um, I, I the story is going around a little more now, but <clears throat> so I figured out there when they have a player in that's a free agent that uh, they're trying to basically impress, you know, they're trying to woo this guy when they bring him into Cincinnati, right? Yep. Uh, they have this whole thing, this whole day planned or whatever. And Joe Burrow, the quarterback, is actually the last person that they meet with. So mm-hmm. he's the closer. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out he also closes off the field because <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he's killing it. <laughs> yeah. He takes oh, him nice. to a nice Jeff Ruby Cincinnati steakhouse yep. and says, you should play for us. And they got three free agent offensive linemen to replace our garbage line. And it's, I'm so excited. Me it's too. yeah. They, um, so for the people who aren't in Cincinnati, because if you live in Cincinnati, you've probably heard the story already, but uh, Joe Burrow sent a text to this, uh, this latest guy's names like Lyle Collins. Um, he was like one of the top sought after free agents out there for the, as a, as a lineman. So he was a big signing for us, but, um, he texted him and just said deal done with a bunch of question marks. And the guy responded with, yeah, your bodyguards in town to stay. Like nobody's going to touch you. (laughs) Yes. And he's a massive, massive human being. Like he's good to hear a monster, but yeah, it is. So that he's finally going to be protected like he should have probably been the last couple of years. Yep. So they've only uh, they've only gotten better on paper. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Sweet but, deal. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, the cats are they're getting better. Yeah, they're getting better. They don't like I mean, they don't the like each other at all. So right. Uh, but, 
but they're not like I'm not worried about them like throwing hands anymore. Oh, okay. Fisticuffs. <laughs> like, yeah, they pretty much just avoid each other, really. There, there's one like Elizabeth's cat is definitely top of the pecking order. Like she's she's been a house cat her whole life. She's definitely meaner. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> my uh, I just have to like watch out that my cat's not getting like pressed across the like apartment every single day. Like every now and then, if it's been like a few hours and I notice she hasn't like, uh, like gone to the bathroom or gone in to get water or whatever, like I'll literally carry her in just to make sure she's like, you know, getting the stuff she needs. So, yeah. Do you have like safe words? (laughs) No, no, actually she's so, so my cat Willow, she's the only one that's really been hissing lately. Um, but they get pretty close, man. They've, they've been a couple feet away from each other without like hissing at each other. So they're getting, they're getting in really close. So, and I'm sure there might be a little, you know, fuss here and there. They might get there, but uh, don't give I up. don't. I don't think at this point they're going to be best friends ever. So, but I, I didn't think they would either. Just so. tolerate each other. Yeah. But that's it for me. What about you, Mark? So, um, obviously, it's kind of been a short period of time from Wednesday to now. <laughs> it does feel like we just did this last night. Yeah. <laughs> um are you are you doing like a drinking game, Lucas? What what was that? I was just taking a drink. Oh, okay. I'm I sorry. See, I, see I felt I felt I didn't want Patrick to be left out. I thought I, I thought I said something and you were taking like a pretend drink when I when I did something. No. Hmm. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> now I'm so paranoid. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so since we had a short period of time, basically the main focus on the real life front for the weekend uh, was. <laughs> this is not this part's not supposed to be that funny. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> for you audio listeners, no idea. So we're making up for making up for lost time, Pat uh, Mark. Yep. yep, we missed sure it last are. week. Welcome back. Missed messing with you. Um. <laughs> so the focus of the weekend was mainly. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, going to North Carolina for the uh, events surrounding my my wife's grand grandfather's funeral. Um, so mm-hmm. Friday night, or actually Friday morning, I had to actually go out and get some new dress clothes because none of my dress clothes fit me anymore. Um, oh yeah, that's right. You lost like a thousand pounds. <laughs> a whole person, a whole lost, elephant, half of an elephant, like maybe. No, how many? No, how many pounds have you lost so far now? Seventy. Oh goodness, Dang. that's amazing, man. That is so awesome. Amazing. Thank you. That's like Thank so, you. that's like someone ripped my nine-year-old son out of you. And was just like, <laughs> that's it. Just have bad mental images now of, of yep. James literally. We just ripped a child out of you. Congratulations, it's a boy. <laughs> that's a visual i've never heard of (laughs) good times yeah um so yeah friday morning i had to pick up some some dress clothes uh because i was swimming in all of my other ones Mm -hmm. um and then we left uh friday afternoon um we had it was kind of like a it was a viewing time at the funeral home but it was specifically just for the family because mainly the visitation and the and the funeral um, were done at their church, my my wife's grandparents' church. Um, but this time at the funeral home was just kind of just just for the family, which was actually is actually good that we did that, 
just because like, you know, it's, it's a viewing, so it's open casket and everything. Um, so you have time to kind of process things. Um, whereas you wouldn't so much if you're just walking right into the visitation and funeral time. So, right. Um, so it was nice to be able to, you know, be able to process that and take it, take it in, you know, just as a family at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, obviously we went, we went for that. Um, and then Friday night we, we had a dinner, it was a catered dinner, um, for, for just the family, uh, which was, which was great. Um, I had a great time seeing, seeing family members that I hadn't seen in, in a while since my wife and I's wedding. Um, um, some, some, uh, some relatives they haven't seen in about 30 years. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, um, my, my wife's grandfather's sister, um, she has not seen this side of the family since my in-laws got married. So that was like 30 years ago. So Hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was good to be able to see them and meet them and, and, and all of that. And then, um, hold on, back. I'm, st- I'm still stuck on the grandfather's sister. Is that great aunt? Yeah, I guess that would be great aunt. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Family tree this. checks out. <laughs> okay. Now I can follow. Just don't get me into that once removed, twice removed. Fourth <laughs> cousin, five times removed. That's Man a off the street. That's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then we uh, then we drove back, um, and then Saturday morning, drove back to North Carolina, um, where we had the uh, the visitation time, and that was you know more of the open time for. Um, you know, friends and, and extended family and things like that to come, um, for a visitation, visit with the family, you know, the it's open casket, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we had the service, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, her grandfather specifically asked, um, my brother-in-law and myself, um, to do some, um, interlude accompaniment on guitar. Mm. Um, and, and all things like, and things like that. Um, and so, and also I got kind of sort of dragged into a song I wasn't supposed to be part of and, um, and just started playing around. Thank, thankfully it wasn't a difficult song to play and I knew it enough, um, to where I was able to easily just kind of jump in. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was up on the, on the platform basically for the whole hour standing up doing just different interlude type stuff. And, and when mm-hmm. people would come up and speak, um, like when my mother-in-law got up and speak, she wanted us to play during that and, and all of that. So, um, but it was just a really, really sweet time of just honoring uh, his memory and, and more so pointing to the gospel and pointing to, to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was completely what that service was about. And, and then from there, uh, we went to the private, uh, graveside service, um, where, um, they had an honor guard, which was like, uh, it's like five or six, um, servicemen, um, active or not active, but uh, retired military, um, who they did a salute, um, like a gun salute kind of thing, which was awesome to see. Yeah. Um, 
and um, you know mo- military honors and everything like that because um, he served in, in Vietnam. He was in the army in Vietnam, um, and it's just a, a nice you know sweet memorial to him. And each of the grandchildren put and children put um, flowers on his casket and all of that. Um, so it's just, just a real sweet time. And then, um, and then of course we went back to the church after and had food. So that was fantastic food, food, food. Um, but all in all, just a great weekend, just a, a nice time to, to be able to remember him. And, and, you know, obviously there's a time of mourning and a time of celebration and, and all of those things. Um, yeah. so it was, it was good to be able to spend time with family and, and do all of that. Um, that was pretty much it on the life side of things. Um, very limited on the gaming side, um, just because, you know, this week was kind of weird, but doesn't mean I didn't play any games. Um, so I did jump a little bit into, um, Fortnite. Oh, I was not expecting that (laughs) (laughs) because, uh, they launched, they, they launched their new their new season this uh, this Sunday, and if you haven't seen it, they have taken out building. <gasps> no way! Yeah. Like uh, like just totally like, ripped it out I, like a seventy yeah. or seventy pound boy. Exactly like a seventy pound boy. <laughs> just like, nope, no more of that. Rip it out. <laughs> yeah, right now in Fortnite, you cannot build. No way! Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get into that. I played, I played around, didn't fare so well, um, but I'm hoping to jump more into it, into it this week with, uh, with some friends. Cause I know Watson, our buddy Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cat man. cat man. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. Um, he's playing King Amos. Sorry. Yes. I misquoted. Um, but he's, he's actually streaming it right now. Uh, as we're Ooh, recording so look at that but um oh, but yeah, i'll probably be <laughs> go check him out folks king amos on it was, is that Hold his that name time. on twitch king amos or is that just his yeah, name on king amos yeah yeah a-m-i-s aka catman yes no 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 um but uh yeah so right now i, I think it's only for a limited time but for yeah it should right be now permanent well people are saying that like man you should keep this as a as a um game type right. Yeah, this game. Yeah, um, but yeah, right now, you you can play and there's no building whatsoever. All right. Uh, the All right. other game that I jumped into, which just released on this past Wednesday on that old Xbox Game Pass, which I was a little hesitant to jump into, but uh, you've heard me talk about it about this game on the show before. A little game called Tunic. Yeah, that's what I thought you were gonna say first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Um, yeah, I, I was I was hesitant to jump into Tunic just because people use the uh, the DS word uh, when trying to explain this. Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like DS word, like Nintendo DS. DS? It's screen? like a handheld on your television. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Has touchscreen controls. <laughs> yeah, just go up to your TV and just start doing this, smudging it. Like, where yeah. did all these fingerprints come from? Um. Who's that? No, that would be my wife. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that what your wife sounds like? <laughs> that would be a horrible impression of what my wife. Okay, fair like. enough. Um, but um, but yeah, so I was a little hesitant about it just because somebody told me that this game is is quite difficult. Um, 
And um, I I was like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Like Elden Um, Ring difficult? uh, Not not so much like Elden Ring difficult, but it's like baby's first Dark Souls. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's not terrible, but it's not... I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Weird show today. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Yeah, that's that's if 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 Mark doesn't hate it, it's got his seal of approval. Yeah, (laughs) it's good enough. So so I was like, you know what? It's got way too much of a Zelda homage to it going on. I've got to I've got to give it a try. If I got to give it it a whirl, then then I'll I'll uninstall it. But uh, so I jumped in and I found out that there are ways to kind of sort of cheat in this game. Hey, oh, let's they go. Have, game they genie. Ha- <laughs> no, not really. Put in the codes. <laughs> no, no game shark, no game genie here, but oh. um, so there's actually, uh, you know, they have access- accessibility options. Yeah. Uh, if you go in there, they have two modes. There's, um, there's a mode called no fail mode. And there is a mode called, uh, I think it's like, uh, no, no lost stamina mode or something like that. Um, all right, all right. Can you turn both of those on. You sure can. Like, oh, for all time. Oh. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> just went all French on us. French it up. Oh, gente, mademoiselle. Dans la bibliothèque. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, that was Spanish. <laughs> you know, bibliothèque. Bibliothèque is French. Oh, yeah, I definitely heard Spanish. I heard uh, donde. What did you say? Donde está el biblioteca? Sometimes there's there's accent on the e, but I didn't say the full do. You know the biblioteca, which is ah, mm. which is mm, Spanish. Ah. But anyway, I trust you. I'm glad. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, those two modes. No fail mode is basically um, you can't take damage. You will not die. Um, and then, um, I just can't turn that on for real life. Yeah. <laughs> that right. It, things would get real crazy. Just running into traffic. See what happens. Hit me. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, obviously no lost stamina. Um, there's, there's speed stamina in this game, like for like rolling and dodging and things like that. But you can obviously drain that, uh, in that case, you don't lose that. So, mm. Um, as of right now, I have turned the stamina mode on, but I have not turned the no fail mode on yet. You haven't needed it yet. Yeah. Mainly because I've, I was like, yeah, let's not go too far into baby mode here. Let's actually still have some challenge. That is straight up baby mode. Yeah. (laughs) So, so we're not there yet. Um, but, um, so far I'm having, I'm having fun with it. Um, that's good. Good. Obviously, you know, some of the enemies can be pretty challenging, but I haven't, there's only been like a, a sort of mini boss at this point that I've come up against. I haven't come up, up, up against a major, major boss yet. Um, gotcha. But I mean, this thing absolutely reeks of Zelda homage. Um, everything about it is, is fantastic, but it has its own little art style spin on it. So um, if you have Game Pass, it is free. Go play it. Get in there. All yep. right. So, uh, but that is, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Cause unfortunately stream did not happen this week because of all the life stuff happening. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, makes sense. But, uh, but next time keep an eye on the socials. We'll be 
in the old water temple on the Ocarina of Time. Look out. Mm. Everyone's favorite. Yep. 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 So, Patrick. Hi. Did you do anything significant whatsoever? Hello. Uh, so le- let's let's stick with really the life front. Uh, <laughs> so my wife's birthday was <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and for her birthday, I was like, "It's time to get a camper." You know, she's been asking to get a camper, you know, for a decade, maybe more, and so I was like, "You know what? It is time." And so. Uh, she started looking um, all over Facebook and sites and whatever. And where so, you buy campers, black market. That? Yeah, where, I don't. I mean, where do you buy campers? I don't know. <clears throat> Apparently, store. I don't. If know. you go to campers Facebook shopping area, whatever that tab is, you can. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's like a dealership uh, for campers. So I go out of town, and she's like, "Hey, uh, I found a camper. Uh, take a look at it." And I was like, "All right, okay, you know." Uh, so she scheduled a time for us to go see it when I returned. And uh, lo and behold, like a couple hours later, she's like, uh, yeah, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I was Surprise. like, oh, all right. Well, I couldn't we, wait. Guess that's we, the one we're getting. <laughs> I know. <it's> all, <laughs> she's like, she's, she's, she brought her brother and her dad. Uh, they all checked it out and they were like, this is good. Go ahead and get it. And so uh, we're in the process of uh, getting a hitch for our van, uh, getting all the accoutrements for whatever a camper needs. And uh, we set it up uh, in the, in the driveway. What is that? Like the hanging lights and like a grill? uh, Like, like uh, pavers, um, like, uh, (laughs) like things to to keep it from rolling away. um, And just, yeah, buck spray. And yeah, uh, like stuff, yeah, you know, just just random random things to, to add to the camper, and um, <clears throat> so they we uh, we set it up yesterday. It's a really nice day yesterday, uh, so we set it up, and it's like the new hotness. Like all, all the kids wanted to stay in there. They're like, you know, they <laughs> they go out there instead of playing their tablets inside. They took their tablets in the camper, and they were just playing games in there all day. And, of course, yeah, that's right? what it's for. It's, of course, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the wife and Clark, they spent the night in the camper last night just to test it out. And it was, it was nice. The only thing is they said is, is when you're like moving around in your bed, it kind of shakes the camper a little bit. So we'll have to figure out a way to minimize that. But other than that, it was, they had enough room. Uh, and I actually can stand in it, which is one of the big prerequisites for me. Uh, yeah. I can just walk in and stand in there. So, uh, yeah, where we are a camper family now. We no Here's longer uh, we don't longer we no longer need to uh, sleep on the ground in a tent, which is one of the reasons why I hate camping. Like, why the heck am I doing this? <laughs> no, no. Um, you're telling me you're telling me I need to pay you to sleep on the ground. Like, I, that, this is a racket. I don't understand this. So uh, yeah, now we have a camper. So we'll see. We'll see how my camping attitude changes once we start yeah. going in the camper. Yeah, nice. it's nice to be able to go inside to like a, a place rather than just a tent. I know a tent where you can't stand a up. Tarp. You have to sit <clears throat> down yeah, or lay tarp. down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, you got to slide in like a worm. 
<clears throat> so and, now you're a now camper you dad. Can... You got to do the whole camper dad t-shirts. I think your email address is going to have to change to camper dad. I mean, I'm, I'm already, so I, I've never, now. I, I never had driven a car with, you know, to- towed anything before behind. Um, I, I've never hitched <laughs> something before. So I'm like learning today of how to, how to do that. And I felt like, I felt like a dad, like it was like a true dad moment where I'm like, uh, back up a little bit more, you know, just a three inches to the right, three inches to the right stop. All right. And then I'm cranking this thing to go mm-hmm. down on the, on the hitch. I'm like, man, this is so dad moment right here. Like I've never felt like a dad until today. I feel like we need to start. We need to get you in a video with that trend, like they did on TikTok. Like uh, they put it to the music of um, the Lion King with the Hitties time, mm. and they break <laughs> out this box, and it's got like dad shorts, these huge white pull-up socks, <laughs> and and New Balance yes, shoes. I just saw that the other day too. <laughs> Have you tried to like back this thing up and like put it in the spot yet, or anything? No. Like, so uh, I I, uh, I was watching. Experience. The father, oh, yeah. my father-in-law, uh, do it, and uh, <laughs> took about you know about thirty minutes to put it where we wanted to put it because we have like a certain spot in our in our backyard we're putting it, uh, and there's like just a big huge pole that's in the way that really complicated things that we're gonna and it's it's a pole that's been there since we bought the house, and the pole is like in the ground in a slab of concrete. So we have to go in there, dig around that, and either cut it off or just pull up the concrete slab. Pretty sure we're just going to cut it off uh, below the ground level so we don't have to pick up that concrete slab. That's Who knows how big that is uh, underneath the ground. So uh, once that's once that's gone, it's going to be a little bit easier. But it was like, you know, like you're 15 and a half and you're trying to like parallel park. You're like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to try to do it anyways. Like I was like, but... In this, in this case, you have like a camper that you're trying to tow and it's like, well, it's like the exact opposite of what you're supposed, what it feels like you're going <laughs> to do. Like jack you turn yeah. right on the car yeah. and the, the camper turns left. And I'm just like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like what? It's actually the, oh, yeah. so <clears throat> the, the, like the longer your trailer is, the easier it is. Um, so like if you had like a, I don't know, 20 or 30 foot trailer, it actually would be like a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the little short ones like the camper that you have <laughs> yeah. that are just like a nightmare to get into like a certain spot right. because they'll and move so like so easily one way or the other. It's like we had to like maneuver it, and we only have like sixteen by sixteen inch uh, slabs that we put the tires on, and yeah. trying to maneuver it in a way where they both end up on there. Uh, yeah. We the he couldn't he couldn't park it uh, on the concrete slab. He got one tire on and he's like, well, all you got to do is just lift it and just lift it on the, on the other side. I'm like, hold on a second. This is like a 1300 pound thing that we're just going to lift. Does it weigh that much? So a lot of those smaller ones, you, you sometimes can like have like two guys just pick up by the like trailer hitch part and, and like that's wheel what, it. That's what, that's what we did. Yeah. We yeah. Just, uh, it was me and my uh, brother-in-law just picked it up and moved it. That's like, a good thing to know when you're, Whoa, I didn't know you're frustrated after 30 minutes of trying to back <laughs> yeah. it in. Like, yep, let's yeah. just unhook it here. Yeah. So, uh, so we're a camper family now. All right. Uh, pretty sweet. Outside of that, uh, on the gaming front, I've uh, been playing a ton of WWE 2K22. This game is absolutely insane with how many modes there are. 
so in 2K20, you had a universe mode, which is basically you can create shows and go through the months of the year and go through Raw and SmackDown the, and create your own shows if you want to do WCW and download wrestlers, add them to those shows. Uh, and that was basically it. Now you have these uh my fact there's a there's a mo- mode called my faction which is like madden ultimate team where you collect cards and you can upgrade the cards and use them uh in in matches and it's insane like one like i want to get the platinum on this but one of the trophies is to win 500 matches in my faction alone oh my gosh um and right now i'm not like i've played probably I don't know if I had to look at it, maybe 60 hours and I've gotten 74 wins. <laughs> so it's like, uh, okay. I, I don't, this is, this is going to be a platinum. I'm going to get probably in 2023. Um, <laughs> but it, it, in, in my fashion, there's, there's three separate modes. You have your weekly towers, which are basically like the moral combat towers. you just fight, you know, uh, increasingly harder uh, and uh, wrestlers there is a um, a 4v4 mode and then there's a mode called proving grounds which is like they they're super hard where and they're all like varied matches where one match you're going to be doing steel cage or the next match you're going to be doing a ladder match the next one is the last man standing the next one's going to be an iron man match and they could just get really really difficult um and that's really hard one of the trophies is the is to get 200 medals and that means like if you play on normal you get one medal for winning if you're on hard you get two medals for winning and then if you play on legendary you get three medals for winning so um i've been trying to do as many legendary matches as i can Uh, at this point i think i have like maybe 120 medals so far Uh, but there's like you can there i think right now that you can get like 1200 medals so i'm not even close to scratching the surface in this and i've already put in so many hours this game so that's cool that mode is really really fun um there's a lot of intricacies to like your cards like you can only play play those cards so many times um what when i say play cards i mean you have that card that's your wrestler and you wrestle with that person uh and then but you can only wrestle with them for seven times and then you lose that card the card becomes no longer usable so you can apply contracts to that card so you can wrestle with that person again and things like that. Um, so many you know, level, uh, layers to that, to that mode. Uh, there's a My GM mode, which is basically kind of like a franchise mode in a, in a game where you, like, you, use, you have budgets, you have shows, you assign, assign wrestlers, you trade wrestlers, and things like that. I haven't gotten into that yet because my faction has been the mode I've been in. Um, they also have the universe mode as well. It's been upgraded. Uh, they have a showcase mode, which is you go through the entire career. I think there's maybe 16 matches of Rey Mysterio. He's been wrestling for like 30 years. So they're going through like 16 different matches of his 30 year career, which is pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, so many modes. I'm going to be playing this game for uh, at least the next year. I don't know when the uh, 2K, there's going to be a 2K23. Or if they're going to do the same thing where they skip the year and, and come out with every two years. So yeah, um, I'm kind of hoping they they just like add, add new things to this, to this game, like new, new wrestlers, new DLC or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, playing, playing a ton of that. Sounds uh, like they made up for uh, all the previous iterations of 2k. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is, it, there's a lot of like quality of life 
uh, uh, improvements to this game. It's really, really fun. Um, having a blast with it. Sweet. Uh, outside of that, um, Lucas and I played a few games together this past week. We, we played did. Con- Contra 1, Contra 2, mm-hmm. and Contra. Contra 3. We beat the Contra Goodness. Trilogy. Uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And then we Those also beat the Battletoads remake on Xbox. Mm. Four games. We beat four games this past uh, week. We Wait. beat oh, five sorry. games last week. Five Transformers games. Human Alliance, my friend, the arcade <laughs> edition of Transformers. Can't forget and that one. Yeah. It was magical. So That's Contra One, Contra One was was a solid eight, eight eight and a half out of ten. I mean, it was it's the nostalgia that was there. It mm, was Contra awesome. One, I'd give it a nine out of ten. I just okay, okay. Uh, half that baby a point up. higher. I mean, yeah. he is always a little bit higher. Yep. Half a point. Half a point. Give uh, it that half a point. Contra Contra Two g- goes down. Uh, a little that would be Super C. Oh uh, yeah, Super C. Oh, it makes no sense, but okay. Uh, that Super. It goes down to eight. You see. And then Contra yeah, Three, it was an eight. Contra oh, Three gosh. gets a three out of ten. Ooh. It gets two scores, three out of ten for the game itself. Yes, and then a ten out of ten for the fun factor. Oh my gosh, we laughed so hard playing. It was nuts. At one point, both your characters one hand a rocket and ride it with one hand, flying through the air while also shooting. As and then, and and then you start hopping between rockets yeah, as like, they explode. It was like Fast and the Furious meets <laughs> Command, like Rambo. I think I ever played Contra meets, Three. Dude, Contra Three is nuts, and we don't even understand how to, how a normal human being could beat this game because it was like hit after hit, mini boss after mini boss, a totally like cheap uh, hit boxes and cheap bosses and everything about it. Like we saved scum. Like we save scum so much. Like <laughs> we're just like reload, reload. Okay, like save as here. As soon as we beat like, an enemy, save. Soon save. An enemy, save. 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 <laughs> save it. It was and, hilarious. <laughs> uh, there was so it was like you know the the normal two D side scroller, uh, but then there were a couple levels where it was top down split screen, oh, and your L one and R one buttons are were to turn your character. Yeah, like the orientation of your character. It took and a few deaths for to realize how to even turn ourselves because you would face the same direction and then just move around the level. There would be enemies behind us, and we're like, "How do we turn around and kill that thing?" And do then you know we figured out that it was third one came out, and I, I'd be curious. I think it was like ninety two, ninety three, <clears throat> yeah. somewhere but around there. The nausea was real. Oh man, levels. and it was split screen, so like I would turn like clockwise and patrick returned counterclockwise and it was just mm-hmm. like oh don't focus too hard or you're gonna throw up and then motion sickness. part of the level the game designers for whatever reason decide to put like little uh parts of the level where it like kind of like flushes you in a circular pattern so if you yeah if you even touch those the whole screen would start going in circles and oh, it, yeah. was, uh, it was it uh, was horrendous or the it worst was, level design I've ever seen in any game in the history of games. Yeah, it was bad. Just want to so fun. Just want to drop this little nugget on you. Speed run, speed run world record for Contra Three. Twelve minutes, twelve seconds. Lots. Whatever. <laughs> twelve uh, minutes. People were already doing blazing peak speed runs. By the way, I saw those on. I'm YouTube. sure they are. Yeah, I love it. 
like six crazy. minutes or yeah. something like yeah we watched six minutes uh we watched a speed run of elden ring in 28 minutes yeah 28 minutes it was nuts that dude and it was after patrick and i played for hours and we're like, <laughs> no, we, we are done we are boss. done with this game didn't beat a single boss and the the dude who did the 28 minute run he like was just he was hopping on mysterious rocks like jumping over ledges what we look like to us blindly and then just surpa- like just only totally going by a bunch of stuff yep. i think in his total run he fought like five bosses maybe four four or five and some and with one of barely the any upgrades didn't even move he like yeah he, he did like, like a save he a did glitch. a save glitch where it yeah. just sat there and just let him kill it just let it it let him thing. kill him it's the beautiful thing about FromSoft games they're they're absolutely huge and and there's crazy things to do but they're glitchy as crap <laughs> yeah and this guy took advantage of it yeah, but dude. he owned he owned the final boss yeah i can't tell you like who it was what it was we can't even give spoilers. So I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I know. We're like, what is going on? How is he doing this? No, he's he jumping killed over a there. thing. Oh, and, like, and it, he would he would be talking and he's just like, oh, yeah, the last time I did that, the rotary girder on the blah, 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 blah those enemies. And I'm just like, Patrick, I was yeah, like, I think Wait, at, some what? One point he, at one point, he's like, yeah, obviously, I, did, I just did this. And I was like, what do you mean? Obviously, none of this it's is not obviously to none of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Fantastic. Yeah, the Contra games were a blast. Battletoads was just pure ridiculousness. Like it the comedy in it was way more entertaining than I thought it would be. Uh it was spot on. The level design, not so much. The some of the bike levels you guys remember from the old school Battletoads, the side scrolling bike level. Um, these were not as hard, but they lasted for years. Like we <laughs> sat there. <laughs> I had to go shave. <laughs> like, can we pause? I need to what shave. I can't. End? I can't see through my. Eighty-four years my, meme. Yeah, the eighty-four yes, years yeah. meme was used. It was crazy. There were a few of those levels, and uh, there was the they, level variety. There was yeah. a lot of level variety. There was. Um, you it would was very think creative. that the Battletoads game would be a, you know, a two D side scroller beat 'em up. Uh, there's like three levels out of like the seven hundred levels that they have. A third of the game, actually, <laughs> we didn't fight anything. We just ran I know, around. I was like, what are we doing? Platforming. Doing- what is happening? We haven't fought anyone in in an hour. Like, oh, it was crazy. Yeah. Okay. But it was still a fun game. Like, it, it was, was very fun. entertaining. Very funny. It was like watching a Saturday morning, like, yeah, adult swim cartoon. Because mm. it definitely was not one that I would watch with my son Got at it. this point. Because he'd be repeating stuff. Uh it was yeah. goofy. It was real. But goofy. it was it the, was really goofy. The writing to this game was awesome. It was really yeah, good. It was great. It was great. It's very very rude. Very funny. It was very Battletoads, like just how you'd expect them to be. So mm-hmm. nice. But it, it was fun. It was a fun little game. And then uh, got a got a shout out for Transformers Human Alliance. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, Patrick and I were able to get like such a sweet deal on credits we might have given up on the game, but we were determined to beat this game. It had awful like mini games within it. It was a light gun game where you just play as this guy and girl and you're saving the earth and with, you know, with Autobots and Optimus Prime and he's, you know, doing his thing. He's clearly like the C version of uh, what is his name? Peter 
something. Who's the, the voice of Optimus, Optimus, Optimus yep. Prime? Oh, Peter voice. Cullen. Peter, Co- Peter Cottontail. Cottontail. Yep. Yes. Peter, <laughs> Peter Cottontail. Uh, uh, given him the C rating is very generous. Well, yeah, but his voice compared to like the guys, the 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 kids' voice that I think he played as. Yeah. Comparatively, I mean, it was like that was a that was a triple triple A actor. The one I like. Oh no! What is happening? I have a headache. Like him complaining about having a headache halfway through the game. It's like, that's what you're worried about. You're getting shot at by <laughs> huge alien robots. And you're like, oh, I have a headache. It's like, oh, get out of here, you punk. Uh, but it was a really fun little punk. light game we played through. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so I would give uh, Transformers Human Alliance, I would give it a solid five. Yeah, same middle yeah, of the road. Same middle of the road. Just like it was only fun because Patrick was there. If I was sitting there, like even dual holding the light guns, I would have been like, nope. and, and, the, and I don't know about your light gun. We didn't talk about this, but my light gun was delayed. Like I was remote playing. Like I would go <laughs> and it was just like finally get there. I'm like, it would get man, there. this is. Yeah. I'm not that getting any accuracy here. But I don't remember the last time I actually rolled credits on an arcade game. So that, so that was kind of a fun experience yeah. to do that with yeah, you. Sweet. So, uh, and then, of course, we in, in the arcade we were at, I also owned him in air hockey, in basketball, and also fireman training school. Fireman training school. Yep. Yeah, there's That's like... we the, played. I don't the know screen, the name of it. There's just like fire in windows and you have like a little squirt gun and you're- it, wasn't even, it was a literal like like carney game like you had oh, a yeah. literal squirt gun and you had these little these little panels with windows and it just had blinking fire it wasn't even like digital or it was super old school and uh the little fireman would just like slide up the ladder slowly as you mm-hmm. put out the fires and uh, I destroyed Patrick. Yeah, he, he destroyed mm. me in that. Uh, Alpine uh, racing. Oh, yeah. Well. Alpine skiing. And I did. Uh, yep. the cruising USA knockoff. He beat me. Oh, that's well. right. I forgot about yep. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, I came w- from behind in that one. Yeah. Just like I did with basketball. Mm-hmm. But you got me in the bowling game. We did I got play a bowling one. game. I got one. I got one. And it's partially because I kept hitting the screen of the bowling game. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so Lucas has never played ski ball before. And I've decides... played ski ball. Okay? <laughs> I didn't, I've, a, didn't, I've played like since it. being a child. Okay. It I've didn't. grown a lot yeah. since I played ski ball. So thank you very Lucas much. trying to roll like a Neanderthal caveman over here. He's <laughs> he, he hits the the front of the ski ball ramp like the lip. Was... <laughs> and it, it just launches uh upward and i don't know how it didn't break the screen because it hits the screen I don't either. pretty hard I, I hit the screen twice <laughs> you don't get points for that lucas no you do not i can <laughs> attest to that i got zero points for those yeah, <laughs> yeah. but Good it was times. it was fun time gaming yep yeah fun times mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay i think that's it for me i don't know if that was Is that my it update for you or your update but yeah i mean my update is the topic because it is nothing but adventure. Adventure.
That's all right, folks. Tonight we are talking about adventure. Uh, we're going to let actually, his name is Delvin Cox from the Delvin Cox Experience on the Discord. He's actually going to lead us in for this topic. Dude. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect it to why we're talking about adventure tonight, as some of you already know or may not know about what's been going on the past week and a half. Uh, Delvin Cox said uh, in regards to adventure, well, it's not necessarily about me, but my friend I met on Twitter drove his Harley down to Miami to hang out with me. And we had a blast exploring all the cool Miami customs. And so uh, Delvin had a little friend visit him. I think I saw the picture of he and his friend. Uh, it made me kind of sad when I was in Florida in January that I didn't swing by Miami three hours away from Orlando while I was killing myself to take my family to Disney that I didn't go see Delvin. Mm. Uh, but I'm glad someone visited him. However, on my end, I actually received a visitor, as you guys know, a week and a half ago. Uh, uh, I, uh, Patrick Gosh Darnovacell came to see me from Ohio, and we had an adventure to say the least. And it was a blast. Blasty blast. It almost didn't Blasty happen. blast. It almost didn't happen. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, it had a rough start to say the least. To say the least. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, let me, let me preface it with, uh, Back it so I, tell us I, the context yeah. to get to Brazil. You have to go through all these hoops. And one of the hoops is you have to get a negative COVID test. So you can either get a PCR test three days in advance or get a rapid antigen test within 24 hours of the flight. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get the PCR test. It's more accurate and I can get it early enough. So I won't have to worry about getting the, the test the day of. Uh, so I go and I, I get it and they're like, hey, you know, this is it's Sunday night. If you want to, uh, we're going to go ahead and get the test results. You're going to get it within 24 hours. You'll get it on Monday. I'm like, cool, sweet. Uh, Monday rolls around and it's like right the 24 hour markets. And I'm like, I haven't gotten anything yet. So I call the place and I'm like, Hey, I haven't gotten my results yet. They're like, Hey, you know, it usually it takes 48 to 36 hours. And I was like, wait a second. You said 48 to 36 hours. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that you're even going to give me the test results uh, after, <laughs> after that. So I'm like, okay, she's, she's like, she's like, call back in the morning. And we'll probably have the test results. Following morning comes and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't have the test results. Call, I call. They're like, hey, you know, it's not, hasn't come in yet. It usually comes in or in around 11. Call back a little bit later. 11 o'clock rolls, rolls by. No test results yet. So I call. They're like, hey, uh, you know, like I haven't, I haven't got my test results. They're like, hey, why don't you come in for a rapid test? And while we wait for your, your test results or we find out what's going on with your test results. So I go there and I'm getting, getting my rapid test, you know, 15 minutes go by. They come back in. They're like, Hey, uh, your test results came back positive. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And he's like, Oh yeah. And by the way, the PCR test that you took on Sunday. Um, yeah. It's still in our fridge. The guy never came and picked it up. Oh, wow. 
And so I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So this is at this point, it's like seven o'clock at night and I'm going to Walgreens. I'm going to the other ur- urgent care down the road. I go to CVS. They're like, yeah, they stopped t- doing COVID rapid tests at around any time after seven, it's closed. And I'm like, son of a gun. So I message my, my doctor. I'm like, Hey, this is the deal. I don't believe that I'm positive for one second. Can I get a test in the morning? She's like, yeah, come on through. So I go get my test. And this is like the morning of my flight. So my flight, I need to go to the, the, the airport at one o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, it is like 830 in the morning. So we're cutting it pretty close to when I need to get my negative COVID test. And the, the, the results came back and it came back negative just three hours before I need to leave where my test comes back negative. So it was close. I almost had to cancel my flight if, I, if that also came back positive. Yep. Um, I did lots of praying mm. from that night before until the next day. Yeah. So, sure. yeah it was, so I ended up flying uh, out to Brazil on Wednesday. Uh, it was an overnight flight. And then I, Lucas and I were doing something on Thursday. And that it was like Thursday evening. And I get an email. They're like, hey, your results came in from your test on Sunday. And it came back negative. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. So I was negative. I was able to, able to head down to Brazil and see, and see Lucas. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So Patrick survived. Uh, he did get eaten by a few mosquitoes. A few? Least. I, think, I think I counted and I had like 32 bug bites. That's it? 32? That's rookie numbers. That you I would literally be having a panic up. attack with 32. At one bites. point, it was like 78 degrees in the house. And I'm covered up in a blanket. And he's like, are you hot? And I was like, I don't care. They're not going to be <laughs> touching me. <laughs> now, I did give him protection. I did put a uh, an anti whatever those bug. Um, uh, what are those called? Like they like the, 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 they the, don't out work, the signal. The, the don't work lights. The don't work lights. Yeah, yeah. I put that in your room. That was supposed to work. No, don't uh, work. I got I did I got give him a racket. So- so I got, he got a, so bad. He got a racket. I got, got the electric racket. He got, got to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That bit him on his lips. I've never had that before. I've never had a bug bite. I, on my lips. I, I would Impressive. be, I'd be losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Luck- Patrick if, was having too much fun to lose his mind. His mind was, <laughs> I'll tell you what, having that electric racket and killing those guys, man, I, I was, it was the best feeling ever. Time of your was, Arctic right there. Yeah. He was constantly on the hunt. He was just like, we'd be talking, we'd be playing video games, and he'd be like, hold up. And then he'd run over, grab the racket, and be like, bop, 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 bop. So when you walk outside, is there just like a storm cloud of mosquitoes? Like, that's what I'm picturing. Like, outside, it's just really dark. You have to just you, walk out into like just. You walk outside, millions. and there's like, I don't know, several bats like hovering oh, over yeah. the house. And I'm like, yeah. do your job. Your job is to kill these mosquitoes. You're yeah. not doing you know, I think bats only eat like a thousand a day. Like, if there's a million out there. It's true. <laughs> I felt like there was at, at one point my son needed an escort to uh to go, I don't know, feed the dog or take the garbage out or something. And I think it was a pickup poop. He's like, he's like, Pat, yeah, that's right, to pick up dog poop. And then, and so we volunteered Patrick to uh walk around with him and I mean, uh, enjoy like the, the bats. Like yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> I was out there Good befriending times. some some bats. I'm like, hey, come on inside. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, when he when Patrick got here, I was so excited to see him. We got to talking and I paid for parking and we got to the car 
And all of a sudden my eyes got wide and I was like, I don't have the ticket. And I was like, I'll be right back. And I ran all the way back. I had paid for the ticket, but it has to, you know, it does the little card read to, you know, say you paid and then it gives you the ticket back. Well, I didn't grab the ticket. So I run back. It's not there. So then I go to the, the front desk payment lady and I'm like, Hey, so I paid. I just don't have the card. And she's She's like, like, I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's like, you're a liar. Prove it. Liar, liar. She's like, if you can show me on your credit card report, like online, where your statement, where it started, it's coming out. So I go to access it through my phone, which I've never accessed it through my phone. I've only accessed it through my computer. And the the website's like, uh, we need to send you a code in order to access. And then you'll put that code into, and I have to do it all through my phone. So like looking at it here and then go back and forth, I was like, I'll just do a voicemail and I'll listen to it and I'll type it in while it's telling me. Well, it calls me and is like, your code is four, seven, two, three, five, seven. Goodbye. And I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> so I have to call I've back. Select the voicemail option of those. I'm never going to do it again. I went back to it like three times and I finally like put it on speakerphone and then had my phone and like typed it really fast. And then I copied and pasted it and it worked out eventually. And I think 45 minutes later, Patrick's been in my car for 45 minutes. He just gets to Brazil and I'm like, hey, just so, sit uh, tight. Stay here. Take yeah. a little nap. I know you're on the plane for the past 10 hours, but can you sit for another? Can you sit in car for an hour or two? Tickets or parking lots or something like yeah. this is just... I'm this is what it's like to live with Lucas. Yeah. Every, <laughs> everywhere we went, I was like, I need you to hold this because I'm going to lose it. <laughs> if you don't hold this card, I'm going to lose it. It's not going to be good. But yeah. It's going to be all your fault. <laughs> yep. That's right. We this blamed everything on Patrick when it went wrong. And it, it was pretty right most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it was an adventure. Every day, Patrick got a new passion fruit something. Maracuja ice cream. Maracuja. Uh, juice fresh from the fruit. Uh, you got all kinds of different ones. He loved it. He was loving the fruit juice. He was the fruit yeah. juice man. Well, yeah, and uh, it was it was. I didn't know anything about the Brazilian food and drink and all that stuff. And Lucas was like, "What what what do you want to do?" I was like, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big juice guy." And he's like, "You're in luck because that's all we do here in Brazil is make juice. That's all we have. That's all we got is <laughs> I juice. Mean, it was like you you look into you go to a supermarket and it's all juice, all of it. You know, like forty five rows of just juice. That's what it felt yeah. like to me, and uh, and that's what it was. You like went to we went to a couple places and they have like uh like you go to American restaurants or like you have lemonade, you have strawberry lemonade, you have limeade. You know, that's pretty much all you're gonna get." Here they have like a whole section of juice every place you go, and I'm like, this is. This now is we know where, where I want to live. Now we know where the cereal budget went. Exactly, that's oh, what I was going to yes. say. You guys <laughs> have your cereal aisle. We have our juice aisle. Yeah, there's like, I, and just we went to the supermarket, and there's like all these things for juice, and then you go, we went down the cereal aisle. It's like flakes, bran, and that's it. And flakes, bran. <laughs> You got your flakes, you got Gross. your brand, you got your flakes brand. The end. Yeah. Chocolate flakes brand. I was like, man, that's that's pretty pretty abysmal. You should have brought some yeah. cereal with you. But yeah, because of that, we had zero cereal. I had zero cereal while I was there. Yeah, there was no. I nope. man, I got some Cheerios just in case, but 
I totally it forgot was, you bought those. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, you had, you had the coffee. That's all you needed. Mm-hmm. It was like our, our daily ritual just to, mm-hmm. just to have some coffee or coffee, depending and the, on and the uh, Brazilian the coffee mm, was really good. Didn't need to add any, I didn't need to add anything to it. It was nice. very tasty. Um, the way it was. Mm-hmm. And then Lucas added his own flair to it and he adds cinnamon to his coffee, yeah. which I've never added to my coffee before, but now I'm going to add it every single time I have coffee. Mm-hmm. It's every fantastic. Time. Wow. It's I, I, my first cup of coffee. When I came back to <clears throat> back home, I had, and I threw, I was like, I was like, Mel, do we have cinnamon? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right. All right. Not the same, but nice. it's still, it was still good. Not same. Still, still good though. Yeah. Still tasty. Yeah. We uh we had some we had some fun adventures. We went to uh the first night we were here, we went to a pizza place where it's called a hodizio, uh, which pretty much means you sit at the table and people, waiters, garçons, whatever, will come around and just offer you food. And this was a pizza place, so they just offer you different types of pizza. And yeah, what was uh, it like thirty-two different types of pizza that they oh had? Oh my here? gosh! Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. it's quite the quite the variety. And there's just no limit to the amount of pizza that you could have. No, you can no, have as much no as you limit. want. We couldn't even have that in America. People would just die in there. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> they would die. No. Just be dead. Uh, but yeah, and that's when he first had his like mm, heavenly experience with Moldo da Casa. And it was a type of pizza that I wish I would have filmed Patrick tasting because as soon as he took a bite, he just stopped everything. And he was like, oh, my gosh. You could hear like the eyes. What the is this? Yeah. Open. The angels are singing. Yeah. And- it really it really was. Uh, I need to figure out how to replicate this pizza because arguably the one of the best pieces of pizza I've ever had. Mm. How do you not know? You got to see it made which was a new experience. I've been to this pizza place multiple times and I've never had this experience. Uh, while we were sitting there, uh, the host, he would come talk to us every now and again. He'd be like, hey, what kind of pizza do you want? And I would just throw out a flavor and he'd be like, got you covered. And he'd get it for us. And at the end, or like two thirds of the way through, he was talking to Patrick in Portuguese and I was translating. And he was like, have you ever seen a Brazilian pizza made? And Patrick's like, no, I'm just, you know, it's just, is it is it that different like they were talking back and forth he's like you need to see it you know what when you're ready i'm gonna take you to the back we're gonna show you how it's made oh snap like we're like yeah okay right yeah right yeah (laughs) i was Uh like yeah he's just being nice and so i told patrick what he said and we got to the end and he's like are you ready and i'm like what (laughs) he's like no way ready to go see how the pizza's made and i'm like patrick he's he wants to take us back and really show us the back kitchen. So we get to go back and we get to see how it's made. Like we see the whole setup, Sweet. the whole shebang, how we, the dough's the, made, how the everything. There's there's like there's like, I don't know, 12 to 15 waiters just walking around this restaurant. And you go back into the kitchen and there's another 12 like to a storm 15 of people. People oh, it was back a storm there, of people. <laughs> uh, just making pizzas. You know, they all have their own stations. And they're they flinging them up in the air and stuff. No, unfortunately, no. They have they had a that machine cool, that though. did it for them. Yeah, they had a machine. It was cheating, yeah. but it still was cool. <laughs> yeah, modern way to do it. Yeah, Rip that was off. Really, <laughs> like oh, we got an American gringo in here. Let's uh, show them how the real pizza's made. Man, really yeah. So I have a question for you, Pat. So <clears throat> how was it to be in a country where basically nobody's speaking English? I mean, I would uh, assume there were a few people. Um. But how was that different? Because I've never experienced that myself. 
so uh, uh lucas and i had this conversation many of times while we're while we're there i i i've had several years of spanish um schooling and both in high school and in college uh there's there's a lot of similarities in portuguese so i can understand to an extent of if they're talking slow enough and if only one person is talking like keywords you know, and stuff keywords and if what their mannerisms what how, how they're talking with their hands and things like that it can re- it really does does help um there's very very close similarities in words uh so i can probably catch maybe one word every five words every 10 words and i can kind of get the gist of what they're trying to say or what or, or what they're saying um and just like it is a it is a definite culture shock where after a few days i've kind of like i'm starting to pick up on, on things things a little bit more because I, you know I, I haven't spoken spanish or been around like just spanish classrooms and things like that where you have to speak spanish because when you're in it and that's all that they speak you know, you kind of start to pick up on things. And then I would ask Lucas every, every time we had a conversation, I was like, how do you say this? Or what are you saying? And so I would pick up more words every single day. So it was, it was difficult. I had to have Lucas translate on almost every conversation because I, I couldn't understand it. (laughs) It was Uh, funny. A few times he would be paying for something or we would be somewhere and he would just talk to the lady or the waiter in English. And then they would look at me like, what? Well, okay, so I could I could go up to them and I could I could say, "Hola, tudo bem?" You know, it's like it's like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, like, and then uh, it's it's like, "Hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice and speak the the local tongue, things like things like that." Uh, But if I do that, they're like, "Oh, you speak Portuguese? I'm going to speak Portuguese back to you." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." That's all all I can do right now. (laughs) Yeah, you're going too fast, too fast. Slow down. Like, uh, because I had we went to a store and I bought uh, some flip flops. And uh, the person started talking Portuguese with me. I was like, and Lucas is like on the other side of the store. I'm like, hey, Lucas, can you come over here? I need some help. It was early. I was like trying to throw him into the deep end of the pool. I was like, let's see what he does. See what happens. I thought it was just like, I I give you my credit card. (laughs) Just, just don't need, don't talk to me. Just take it, push it in. Just take it back to me. You ever see the family guy skit where they're like, uh, he's like, oh, thank God you speak English. And he's like, Nope, just that sentence and this sentence explaining it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 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 The the other moment we had that was truly an adventure is when we rode the subway and went to the Mercadão or the big market. And big the market. uh the the adventure actually happened in between when we were walking through probably the busiest part of town. Uh, in the busiest area that we've walked in, uh, Patrick and I were walking. I was walking pretty briskly as I tend to do. And Patrick's like trying to look around. And there's a few times I look back. And I was like, oh, I better slow down. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to lose Patrick stores and all the, you know, like on the streets, people have like microphones are trying to sell things. You know, they have like, if they have a baseball or, a, you know, some sort of throwing device, so they're just throwing it. And it's like, it's, it is, it is a, show. Like a big farmer's market. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was yeah. more modern. Yeah. It was like shoes and clothes and ah. burnt DVDs, you know, yeah, burnt it was, it's, PS2 yeah, games, yeah, illegally like pirated York, bootlegs. Like yeah. 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 Um, this was, was a more was, commercial show. And I was like, I was like, taking in all the sites and then yeah. like, i'm like lucas where'd you go like he's like 
40 feet ahead of me and he's like oh, i wasn't that <laughs> he's far. like i live here i do this every day <laughs> yeah this is a, this is normal yeah. uh and at one point i i i pointed out to patrick that the policemen here they wear like almost like deli or diner hats i don't know how else to describe them but i mean like one of those like the, old school the, steak the, and shake hats yes, yes with 100%. the little like where it goes thin at are the top are you serious <laughs> yeah that's what the cop hats are here that's, i don't know who decided that's the best uh, thing i've learned so far <laughs> <laughs> just imagine Actually, walking up imagine walk up walking up to a police officer like i'd like a milkshake sir <laughs> yeah can i get a chocolate milkshake yeah so he he wanted i wanted to get, i kept saying hey let's get your picture with the police and try to get a picture so he could get a picture of the, their hats and he gets out his phone to take a picture and i think you took the picture right i did yep i took it mm-hmm. yeah and then as soon as he took the picture he put it in his pocket and then he turned around and looked at me and his eyes were like super wide and i can't remember if you told me or if you just ran past me but you're like i think i heard you say i i dropped my wallet and all of a sudden my heart stopped and I was like, oh, this it's is, gone. This is there's, the there's no, you drop your wallet. It's not, it doesn't hit the ground. Like somebody <laughs> sees it and they're like, <laughs> somebody's there just mine. to scoop it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the streets of Brazil. You don't drop your wallet. You forfeit it to a stranger. Like that's <laughs> how it works. <laughs> so Patrick runs behind me and I'm, I, I don't even try to look with him. I'm just like, it's gone. Like there's no way he's going to find it. But he looks down and like, I don't, it was like 10 feet behind us or whatever. It took him less than a, wow. like just a few seconds and it was sitting there just just sitting there and i was like that's a miracle like uh, it was a yeah, miracle that his wallet was not grabbed because dang I, I, that's I, yeah, yeah i could not scary i moment. could not calm down for like the next 16 hours yeah because i'm like because that was it was like the day be- the day before uh going back to the states and i'm yeah, like well if was- i lose my you know it's like all these things i was thinking it felt like it was like it felt like it was longer than five seconds. It probably only lasted five seconds, but it felt like so much longer because I was like, Oh no, what's going to happen. If I lose my wallet, then I'm never going to get back to the States. Like my license is in there. My COVID vaccine card is in there. All that's gone, but no, yeah. it was still sitting there unbelievably. And it's like, mm-hmm. I had, it was a small, it's a, it's a very thin wallet. I don't have a lot of things in it. So it's not like it, it, it like stood out. So I don't know if people were just walking by that didn't even notice it because people usually people are looking at like all the stores and things that are happening not often or on their phones. They're not looking at the ground. So hopefully that was like, I guess, my saving grace that no one saw that it happened. And it was right. such a tor- short time frame that only maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 people would have would have walked past it. So, so is, there ever, like, is there ever a scenario, Lucas, where it's like, uh, so like here, a lot of times, like if you drop your wallet at a store, a lot of times people actually like just turn it in. Uh, like, that's, I, I mean, that's I'm sure that that's not here. the case. It has happened. Like, I have, yeah. I have heard of like, um, it's it, depending on the neighborhood you're in where we were, there is very unlikely someone was going to be like, Oh, Hey, I found this. No, it's just, there's so much hubbub. There's too much. Like it's too easy to just grab grab it and go like no one's yeah, like gonna if I find, find a you. wallet i'm just gonna That's... give it to like the customer service area or whatever right i mean well, i'll like check you've... it for cash yeah. first to see what the decision is that i have to make <laughs> <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> you know i mean you got to know like what you're forfeiting at least yeah, yeah. exactly finder i mean Fantastic. it's finder's fee so <laughs> finder's you gotta take fee. your you gotta you take your finder's fee. 
Good to know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Good to know so that Brazil is like the the one place where the five second rule applies to your personal. That is belongings. correct. Uh, Brazilians <laughs> are opportunistic. You, you, the nice way to say it is they're very opportunistic. That when, is a very generous uh, title for that. Yeah, when they're given the chance, uh, they'll they'll take the chance. So, uh, Patrick, did you did you want to share any more adventures from Brazil? I do want to open up the floor, of course, to Ronnie and Mark. Any adventures you guys wanted to share? Uh, obviously not in Brazil, but in other areas of life that you've, you know, enjoyed or. Oh no, I was there with you. The whole yeah. Oh, you. I, I thought I felt <laughs> your presence. Yeah. One. One last thing is uh, I met Rayla. Rayla. You did. Yeah. So I got there and she was barking her brains out at me when I first got there. Pretty much. Like she who eat is you. this another other white guy? Who's I don't this know. Pale his face sense. guy. Yeah. Like what is happening? Like. <laughs> And so there's only room for one pale faced guy here. Yeah. We don't yeah. need two. <laughs> exactly. And then Lucas, Lucas busts out like a, a muzzle and puts the muzzle on, on her. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, uh, uh, this, this is the most vicious dog I've ever seen. This is like Hannibal <laughs> Lecter. I'm, I'm, I'm never going <laughs> to yeah. be able to be near this dog. No, a- absolutely no way. And so he had like a trainer come and hit the trainers like, and just both Lucas and the trainer, like, don't look at the dog in its eyes. Like I was like, what? I can't even look at this dog. So, uh, like a couple of days for this guy, you know, just like not paying attention to this dog, like just go nonchalantly about my day. And like, you know, like it's like, all right, Hey, uh, for now, just walk around the dog, but talk to James. And like, when you have to have a conversation with a nine-year-old, I'm like, ah, like, what do we what are we it's like what do we talk about it's like one of those yeah, like about scenes. the weather it's like oh, you have a you have like, a seven-year-old you know you just yeah, talk yeah. about poop you talk about pee you talk about mud when you're when you're made to like hey i'm like oh no I don't know. you're right what are we supposed to <laughs> like you have a shirt on you have shorts on how how's how's it going like, uh, yeah. I, like I don't know Did what to brush do your with teeth my today <laughs> minecraft <laughs> yeah so uh when you're put on the spot to do that so well, we did that and then um I did that for a little a little bit, and then I got to, and then I walked her around. I gave her treats. I did gave her commands, and I think after was after two days. um, yeah, the, tra- the trainer the trainer was like, "Hey, you know, you can take the muzzle off when you're ready, but know that rail is ready. Don't think that rail is ready. Know that she's ready." And then when he took the muzzle off, like I didn't tell Lucas this, but like this is probably one of the scariest moments of my life <laughs> when he's like taking a muzzle off a German shepherd. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. I'm, I'm going to die right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't, she came up and licked me and was uh, happy around being around me. So, uh, how would, I was, like huge weight was lifted off when that happened. How would she have been if he like, didn't go through all that and just wanted to like try and be friends with her at the beginning? I would not be here tonight. No, she, to this point, um, <clears throat> she's because only, I refuse for dogs to not be my friend like i'm not about right that life. Like, you're like i'm ready you're to like, be i'm ready you're to like be elf with the raccoon yeah, you're man, like i'm ready to be eaten someone alive. needs a hug just <laughs> <laughs> put your arms out um i, I don't really know a hundred percent what she would do i know that uh there were a couple times when she was younger like i told you guys she lunged at my landlord uh she lunged at another guy oh she bit my landlord's jacket which could have been his body for all that'll teach you yeah. Um, but for the most part, like she's just very, she's very guarded. She's very protective. Yeah. They are she's very protective not dogs. trusting. She's not trusting of anyone at the beginning. 
And, well, I mean, uh, after I, we're hearing about the wallet scenario, probably a good idea. I mean, hey, she knows. She knows how it works on the streets. Um, <laughs> the key is, Patrick, I, just protect your face. That's the key. Yeah. Arm, just protect your just face. Go ahead and jam an arm in if you're going to get bit. Like, <laughs> just not your face. <laughs> not the face, not the... So my dad has like three, um, they have three German shepherds. So as you can imagine, like it's a very rowdy bunch. Like they're all big, like German shepherds in general, honestly, are just like on the scale of terrifying. Like they're pretty high up (laughs) only because like our police use them to track down criminals. Like, you know what I mean? Like they are pretty, they can be vicious. They're They're actually considered more bite. Yeah. They, yeah, they're they, fast. They're, they're fast. big too. They're yeah. lions as well. They're lions yeah. that are gazelles because they're quick. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think she would have uh she would have barked a lot more. Uh she only barked at that beginning part. And then when we kind of, you know, she we had the muzzle on her and let Patrick walk her. And once she had kind of gotten over that initial, you know, yeah. okay, you're you're not that bad. Uh she only barked at him, I think. Like there was one time I did take the muzzle off and she, uh, it was one of the earlier times I took it off, but Patrick like totally ignored her and she like kind of circled him a couple of times barking. Um, but she's, she's not old enough yet to wear. If I had to pee, I would have peed my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't look at her or you're dead. (laughs) No eye contact. Don't look into her soul. But it's it. interesting, like you don't look at her, she won't do anything. But I don't really know if if someone would look at her and try to approach her, she might she might get physical, like she might bite, whatever. Um, thankfully, to this point, she hasn't had that happen. Um, I've been bit by a dog in the past um, that was. Uh, he didn't like people to be. <clears throat> it was a guy I used to work with um, a couple of our friends and. Um, the dog was really protective of them, you know, just kind of standing in between us and them. And he didn't want people to come into the house clearly. And we came into the house and I just like immediately, like my first thing was like, I got down on my knee, which like, as soon as I got down there, I was like, huge mistake. He's going to bite me for sure. And it turns out he did bite me, but it was just in the thumb. Like you're not, I don't care how fast the dog is. Like you're not going to beat me to my face. Like my hand's going to be there first. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it does. Uh, some of them do get really protective. That's probably, I mean, especially with their family. That's just kind of how they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's true. But <clears throat> by the end, Patrick was family. Like Rayla would just run and jump and play and yeah. Then you got to see that the good, good, uh, good friendly part. Yeah, insider yeah. Rayla. Yeah, the and then you Rayla. left. <laughs> yeah, and then you abandoned <laughs> her. You know she'll what? never forgive I, you. I, I even thought about that. I said bye to the entire family. I didn't, I don't think I said bye to Rayla, which is man, what a jerk. She's yep. brought her uh, a couple times. She's now. very bitter. Yep, I know. Way to go. Right. Way I will, to go. Glad that as far as adventures go, I don't really have anything that I really want to share other than the fact that I kind of feel like I'm on a little bit of an adventure right now in my life. Yeah. Mini After adventure. the whole move, like the apartment, it's a temporary thing. So it really does feel like just kind of this little mini adventure kind of the precursor to bigger and better things yeah sweet deal we said adventures big or small so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. this is a small adventure for a bigger adventure later yeah for sure it's it's a pre-adventure exactly it's, it's a it's a pre-venture <laughs> pre-venture i like yeah, it i like that yeah um i think the i think the big 
adventures for me is is like i i've never grown up in like a huge city type of area i've been to cities before like i've been to i've been to boston and things like that um but like there's boston and then there's new york city new york city is like next level type type stuff um and just the whole experience of like seeing all of these things that i had seen on tv and and in pictures and and stuff like that when i was a kid and being able to like experience them up close and things like that and to just get a taste of just how crazy this this city is um and how busy it is like when they say it's the city that never sleeps like they're not kidding Mm -mm. like there's always people moving on the streets um and and we had to you know adjust to um just trying to get around and get around people (laughs) because there's Mm -hmm. so many so many people around and you're trying to trying to move and uh everyone and their mother uses their horn uh that when they're driving like uh it was funny we were stopped at a um uh you know a don't walk sign or whatever and uh the these guys um these guys these two guys were driving and dude was like laying on the horn and one of these other guys that was standing there at, at the stop, you know, at the stop walk or whatever, at the don't walk sign, they're like, do you see that? He actually made him move. Look at that. That actually that did something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Oh, Which yeah. means like, no, that never, that no, never happens. It never does anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But we have that happen pretty much every day. Like, and it's always like the seventh guy back and yeah. the lights just changed and they honk at you like, go. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I make you wait a little too long? Because yeah. you made it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the, just just the the chance to take in all the sights and sounds of, of New York City and experience all of that. And a lot of it we did on foot. Like I've, I, I've walked from upper to lower Manhattan. Um, nice. That is uh, it's a pretty hefty walk. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just getting to experience a little bit of a little taste of, of city life um, was was such a fun experience. And I can't wait until we get to do it again and get to experience more things. And um, thankfully, we didn't like get mugged or anything like that. Uh, I did not drop my wallet. It's um, good. It's good. <laughs> good. Good step. Uh, yep. Um, but, uh, but no, it was, it was an absolute great time. Um, driving, driving in New York city is pretty scary too. Mm-hmm. Like, thankfully I was not the one behind the wheel, but we took an Uber and man, like to get anywhere, you have to be absolutely cutthroat and to be like a professional race car driver. I feel like basically like people yes. are just grinding like the sides of their cars on each other. Like yeah. in New York, it's craziness. Yeah. And, and, and again, honking your horn is like saying hello to people. There. That is correct. Same so, here in Sao Paulo. Yeah. Patrick got to experience a little bit of that. I experienced Sao Paulo traffic firsthand. Uh, probably half of the traffic is motorcyclists and motorcyclists have their own lane. It's called the entire freeway. Uh, <laughs> it's called if it's concrete, they can drive on it. 
Yeah, mm. they they are this just is like leaving. picturing Mad Max. It is. It's just like Mad Max Thunderdome. <laughs> like they just they line up at the lights and just the lights. Actually, Everybody's they don't even stop the lights. They don't light yeah. up. Walking yeah. around in the market area. Is that Mel Gibson? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I see him every Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. The Lucas was like, "Hey, you want to drive?" I was like, "Not a chance." Every There's day I no gave him a way. chance to drive. Missed opportunity. Never. Never gonna. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I wouldn't have driven either. I would have wrecked into <laughs> so many motorcyclists. Oh, sorry. 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 Am I going to go to jail for any of these? Because I feel like, you know, like I, I didn't want to take that chance at all. Yeah. I tried and to get Lucas him to give was a, a professional NASCAR driver with him, like, you know, just like yeah. changing, changing lanes and not being, <laughs> not, not hitting motorcyclists. I'm like, wow, how are you not hitting? Like you have to like, look at all your mirrors before you switch lanes. You have to, because you're, you're going to get run over. Uh, or you're gonna kill. Someone. Or you're gonna run over someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah, not a chance. Yeah, there to were, drive. There are a couple times I think I made Pat's heart stop, like in in a move I would make or something I would do. I was like, and I'm quickly looking behind. I'm like, were there any what, other? Did what, you, what, how did you not hit that guy? Turns to you is like, but did you die though? Yeah, <laughs> no blood, no foul, no death. I always no had to foul. make sure before I opened my door. Wherever we parked, I'm like, there. Am I gonna like all of a sudden open my door and then this motorcyclist just like runs yeah, into and takes him. off his door? I'm like, I don't want that to happen. Lucas, your car's a Jeep now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't need that door. It's overrated for sure. Um. All right. El Bernabe. El Bernabe. No. Bernabe. El Ronchas Butters had this to say. So sit tight. As he said, this is a long one. Yeah. Uh, he went on an adventure back in college. One afternoon with the friends, we were bored and decided to start a ball hockey league in Monterey, Mexico. We had a couple of Canadian friends doing a semester there and found a couple of teachers in a Canadian school in the city. All in all, we had enough people for four teams. We played every Saturday for a couple months. One day in a different afternoon, somebody mentioned there's a World Cup championship held every year. For this sport. Uh, the next year was supposed to be in Dusseldorf, Germany. And we. Wait a minute, which sport said, is this? I think I missed that part. This is called Ball Hockey League. It's like, it's pretty much street hockey, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, it's hockey like with the a ball, Mighty Ducks, not like on the early ice. on before they get on the ice there. Just yeah, in the streets with the ball. Like where they're using the inline like skates. Apparently, yeah. there's a professional one, uh, a world championship of sorts. Um, they submitted their application, but as a joke and well, they were accepted Wow! and they, we were qualified because there was no other team in Mexico that applied. We contacted the Mexican government sports branch and asked if we could have sponsorship and use the Mexican colors. And after a few calls and meetings, we were sponsored with uniforms, airplane and hotel tickets. That's neat. And that is how I ended up backpacking through Europe for a month after being the goalie for the Mexican ball hockey national team. No way. No <laughs> you, way. That's amazing. I can't. This is unbelievable. <laughs> As is you may awesome. expect, we ended up in last place, but it was a blast. I bet. Uh, yeah. yeah. As, as you can imagine, there are a few stories from the European adventure. Uh, these are the pretty much the summary of the highlights. Uh, there was a time we pretended we were locals in Spain. Uh, there was a time we decided to take a train to the airport in Rome at 2 a.m. There is no train terminal at the airport in Rome. 
<laughs> that mean? Sure you just have to works. jump off the train? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. It's all right. Here we are. Roll. Talk and roll. I want to hear more. <laughs> Uh, there was the time we got lost in Glasgow after a football match wearing the wrong team's t-shirts. Ooh, you get shot uh, for that. Yeah, you can get beat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time we hoped, oh no, we hopped onto the wrong train in Germany and also almost ended up in jail. Uh, the time we discovered Wait, there is still... a bit of a hop, skip, and a jump there. Yada, That's yada, what yada. he said. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> almost ended up in jail. Uh, <laughs> we hopped on the wrong train, stole it, and then almost went rather than... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he left out the part where they stole it. Yeah, uh, like we kicked the engineer out. <laughs> the one where we discovered there's still daylight in Germany at 10 p.m. during the summer. No uh, way. Interesting. The time, the time we discovered a mile-long corridor of bars that gave free beer samples. Get, oh, no, that's dangerous. Oh, yeah. One in Germany. <laughs> oh, man. By the end of that mile, you'd be wrecked. Yeah, you would be wrecked for sure. Actually, like uh, German beer. It's like candy. They give it out <laughs> like candy. Like the room temperature is designed just to mess your day up. That is correct. <laughs> uh, the time we found the only pizzeria in walking distance from our hotel and ordered 15 pizzas. <laughs> the time we went to McDonald's in Germany for the one euro menu and ordered 37 cheeseburgers. All in I, need, I need to go on a trip with Bernabe. Like, <laughs> this is more is than this... I've done in my whole life. Why is this <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I know, right? This is this like is Euro like... trip two or something. <laughs> Euro <Yeah>. trip two. <laughs> uh, the time we got lost in the Coliseum because we took the tour in Italian. How hard could it be? That uh, hard. This is awesome. Yeah. The time we kicked out, got kicked out of the Vatican because we were wearing shorts. Uh, <laughs> the time we were kicked out of the Fontana di Trevi because a friend whom may have been drunk was washing his feet at the fountain. Oh, no. And, and the then times. finally, wow. the time a French waiter cursed us out because we left a tip. Do not tip in France. Why? Yeah, some cultures you don't tip because it's seen as demeaning, like, oh, we're above you. Here is some spare change oh. for your work. Um, yeah. In some cultures, they get paid uh, pretty decently or get paid the minimum wage. And to go, do you think that somebody in France would know that, like, don't you think somebody in France would know, like, uh, like in the United States, like, that's like a gratuitous thing? Like, you know what I mean? Is, like, yeah. I mean, Bernabe is not, he's not a spring chicken. He, this is when he was in college. So at this point, you know, it was a little bit back in the day, back in the early 2000s or, or so when he was in college, I would guess, or maybe late mid aughts. I don't know, whenever it was, I shouldn't presume uh, his age. I know I'm older. So uh Yeah. Uh, Bay, I totally connect with many of the things you were mentioning, especially the sun going down real late. When I went to Poland uh, during a summer trip with my family, I kid you not, the sun did not go down till about 11, 1130, and it rose at 3 a.m. Oh, it was it was gross. Like I never got over the jet lag. The, the time difference messed me up. I never got good sleep. Um, and to top it all off, when we would you know, because there's there's no escaping the sun. Like they left their windows open all the time, and so darkness never came. And uh, the neighbor, he definitely liked to mow his lawn in his underwear, like tidy whities mowing his lawn. Uh, yeah, 
and we saw him a number of times taking care of his lawn while wearing tidy whities It was so special. If, if you ever go back there, pack some blackout curtains. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You go to like like Eastern European countries or some of the more northern ones uh, during the summer, just the sun hardly goes down. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's super bright wow. all the time. Nasty. Uh, yeah. And I definitely discovered the fun of traveling to and from the Rome, Roman, Roman airport, the, the airport in Rome. Um, we got a, uh, let's see, we wrote a, we got a bus. We caught a bus. I think the last bus from the Rome airport to uh, Vatican city. And I think we got a Vatican city Sunday night. I guess it would have been Sunday to Monday around midnight. And we got, they dropped us off at the, the train station and the trains were not running. The taxis had all gone. And like when we got dropped off, our bus just automatically took off and everybody dispersed. And Mindy and I looked at each other. This is our second honeymoon, by the way. Um, we kind of looked at each other and we were like, uh, what do we do now? And I'm like, I did not plan this part of the trip. I got us here. I booked our hotel. We had a hotel, but how to get to it. I was like, huh. I did not plan this. Oops. And all of a sudden this slick guy with a, a tie and like tied back hair was just like, hello, Americans. Let me help you find a ride. Uh, can I help you? Where are you trying to get to? And I'm like, oh my gosh, what have we done? <laughs> what have we got ourselves into? We're, <laughs> we're about to get just get robbed and mugged and our bodies dumped somewhere off the side in Vatican City. Uh, and this guy literally just waved at a car off down the street, off in the shadows. And this car came up, drove up, took our bags, put it in the back. And then the guy's like, my friend here is going to take you. You you pay me now. And then my friend will take you to your hotel. And I'm like, all right, well, you're my only option. So here we go. Paid him, got in the car. This guy did not speak a lick of English. Um, and the city was completely black. Like there was not, uh, there were hardly any lights on the streets. And I was like, this is it. This is the end. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this, this is how scary movies and thrillers start. Yeah. <laughs> and it took, it took, it was the longest 15 minutes of my life. Like it, we kept hitting these switchbacks and I'm like, this is the part, this is where he pulls into the alleyway. And there's like a group of people waiting to mug us, take our stuff. Uh, yeah. And and he took us to our hotel and we survived. And I was like, never doing that again. That could have went a whole different way. Uh, yeah. Whole, could have gone a whole bunch of different ways. Wow. Uh, but we had our best and worst times in Rome. Like the next week we missed our bus to the Rome airport. And so we had to get like a hundred dollar taxi ride. It was not fun when you're newly married and you had spent most of your money on the honeymoon. So yeah, good, good times. times. Great oldies. All right. Uh, we do have just a couple more that I'm going to throw out here real quick from our joiners. Uh, unsorted dad jokes. Travis Popsicle. He said, my favorite adventures are with the wife and kids. Uh, just chasing down some hidden waterfall and taking a hike. With seven kids between us, we had to choose less expensive adventures most of the time. Camping, hikes, the park, etc. Now that the kids are older and mostly on their own, one of my favorite go-tos is using the bird scooters that the city did last year. They go 25 miles per hour and you can race them anywhere in the city. So we haul butt for a while and then grab ice cream or something. Then we are, when we're done, we just leave the scooters wherever 
for the next people. Those are awesome. Well, they they have really those cool. in um, when we went to DC. Um, they have those in that area, and yeah, you just you just pay for it with the app and pick whichever one is available and take it and you yeah. go. It unlocks and you go. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Yeah, we have those actually here in Sao Paulo, but the weather did not prevent per, permit for Patrick and I to do a lot of uh, a lot of that bike riding, scootering, walking around the city. Because every time we wanted to walk somewhere, the rain poured down. It was crazy. Mm. And of course, we were like, oh, no, we're going to have to stay in the house and play video games. Oh, no. What oh, are, we, are we going to That's do? That's the worst. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how we said it, too, when, when we were saying it. All right. One second. One, second. One more joiner. All right. Yeah. Stalling. Oh, stalling. Stalling. Oh, no. I didn't click the right button. No. Uh, stalling more. Splig at Dopalicious. Had this to say, uh, I was about to enjoy a nice dinner by myself when an old friend knocked on the door. We caught up for a bit, and then apparently he had already invited 13 more friends over, and we ended up going on a long hike. But overall, it was a grand adventure. Ha, 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 Splig. That's the Hobbit. Yeah, I was like, that <laughs> sounds totally familiar. It totally made up, uh, but we appreciate it. 10 out of 10 like for that. A ripoff. He said, oh, smaller uh adventure i snuck out onto florida field one late night with some friends and played tackle football except they just had painted and fertilized the field so hitting the ground was like coarse orange and blue sandpaper and ruined my shirt (laughs) dang that's his adventure (laughs) dang (laughs) ruined my shirt he said hashtag worth it though that actually reminds me of i remember one winter I think it was my senior year in high school. Uh, we'd gotten like a foot and a half of snow and me and a few guys, we went to a, a nearby park and we just played, we just played football without a football and just hit each other into the snow. And it was really fun. Like we had snow gear on and when you would hit someone and just land in the snow, it was like landing on pillows. Uh, it was pretty cool. One of the guys was a, was a lineman for, uh, for our high school football team. And I didn't really want to get hit by him, so I very much avoided him most of the time. And he was like, "Good choice, Lucas. Lucas, you're pretty fast." And I'm like, "Yeah, because you're really big, and I don't want to get hit really hard." So, uh, but it was pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Nice, indeed. All right, uh, that is all that the joiners had to say. Do you guys have any other uh, last minute adventures you want to share? We going have once, a going new, twice. Is that fresh house Ooh. cat now? Hey. This is hey, fresh house she was cat. Is that girl. Willow? I yeah. could tell by the way you're holding her. I'm like, that's your cat, isn't it? If it was yeah, the other she's, cat, she's uh, you'd just be holding her up by the skin. Be like, Here, <laughs> here's Alita yeah. the demon. No, Alita's not gonna come sit in here with me. No, <laughs> she's in there with her Willow. mom right now. Her person. Willow looks. Willow looks like a cutie. She's a, she is a sweetheart. Rayla would love to play with her in our front yard. Uh, that's that doesn't sound safe. <laughs> It wouldn't I don't be think safe. I, I don't think I'd put her in the same yard with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rayla would eat her. Eat eat Hannibal just like fava beans. And a nice Chianti. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's all for adventure. As is tradition, some housekeeping where we offer towels, fluff pillows, topped with Andy's candies and tip you off to the GMG news you need to know. 
The GMG Street Team is, of course, offering content and conversations Sunday to Saturday on Twitch. Check out Chris as he continues playing Horizon Forbidden West. Mark continues the old uh, Zelda games. And uh, then myself, I'm playing a potpourri of games, currently focusing on Horizon Forbidden West as well, and then other random games. Uh, so feel free to check us out, twitch.tv. Links are in the show notes. Uh, if you're not into streaming or watching it, of course, you'd rather tweet on Twitter, discourse on Discord. You can find the links in the show notes for that and hang out with us there. If you are the giving type, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Spotify. It helps us reach new joiners. Whether you want to give us stars, exclamation marks, feedback, or an encouraging word, we hope you're, you'll let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, uh, we have our final songs for the GMG MAST 60 list for the, G- <laughs> the Good Morning Guys Music and Songs Top 60 list. We are not retconning the number whatsoever. It's always been that GMG MAST Half Mast 60. Hey, all you joiners out there in podcast land, you're listening to the Music and Song Top 100 Countdown here on your favorite podcast station. Uh, guys, let's throw out our picks. Uh, let us know what you want to share. Ronnie. All right. I'm going to share Over the Rainbow. And I'm going to say by Is. It's Israel. Come something. I don't know. Yikes. Bing bong. Yep. That was close. I'd have to have it in front of me to even be somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah, he's just is. <laughs> he's is, yeah. So interesting thing about this one is that uh, uh, Is decided to show up at about 3 a.m. Uh, for a recording session. Uh, he had 15 minutes to get to the session. Um, he showed up, got his stuff ready. First take recorded this song he recorded uh somewhere over the rainbow it's usually it's it's actually a, a medley with what a wonderful world louis armstrong's what a wonderful world mm-hmm. um and recorded it in one take and that is the song that you hear today mm. nice patrick yes uh i'm gonna go with uh katie perry firework the Madagascar three song. No, it's the interview with that Spider-Man three villain and the uh, cop from Ant-Man. Where did it go? Nope. Uh-oh. Did we lose Ronnie? No, no. Ronnie, that's, come that's back. Not Ronnie's gone, man. He was like, no, I don't. Tr- He's, he didn't like my song choice. Nope. He was not a fan. <laughs> he did. He did warn us in the chat that he was going to ditch. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, wasn't feeling too He well. did. Ronnie, we uh, love you. Oh, gotcha. Miss you already. Yeah. Yeah. He did give us the peace sign too. He did. It was just like the gif. He was just like, and then he disappeared. I'm going to try to fix this. Ah. You got to fix it. Is it really worth fixing? Just give the songs. Come on, let's go. Uh, my song is A Bridge Over Troubled Water by Michael W. Smith. Hey, I didn't uh, get to give Patrick's fact. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Goodness I know you're gracious. in a hurry, but come Over, on Over, stop stepping on my toes. 
I need my show. Toes, toes, I mean, toes. Step, step, step. <laughs> uh, the song Firework is uh, submitted uh, as 12 times platinum in terms oh. of a single. Wait, is wow. that what's the most uh, a song wow. has ever platinumed? That is a good question. Uh, I will, you leave it leave it up to a little bit later, but come back yep. to it. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. 12 times platinum. <laughs> what does that what does platinum even mean? Uh, so 12 times platinum. Let me see. Like I want to say platinum is like too <laughs> many questions. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah, like, I wasn't like, ready for oh, any of this. Oh wow! Oh wow! Twelve times platinum, but yes, that sounds that so means. impressive. I don't know what it means, but yeah, I know. Cool. Wow! Congratulations, Katie. Um, so, uh, platinum album is uh, a million units sold. So oh. 12, 12. That's a 12 lot million. of fireworks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Sweet. There you go. Twelve then, million fireworks sold. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Yeah. No. Drifting through okay. the wind. That's weird. <laughs> Wanted to start again. That is how it goes. All right. Lucas, what is <laughs> Bridge Over Troubled Water, Michael W. Smith, cover of the Simon and Garfunkel classic. It's a good yes. one. Solid. So uh, how many platinums did that get, huh? Sup? Threeve. That's a good question. Uh, doesn't say. <laughs> Probably like 85. Niner. Topped the US Billboard Hot 100 chart for six weeks. And yeah, in your in face, Kingdom, Katy Perry. Canada, France, and New Zealand. Uh, it sold and Antarctica. over 6 million. So, unfortunately, Ooh. unfortunately, Katy Perry had her, had you beat there. Uh, it's not ha- it? it's not threeve, it's have. Sorry. It's have a threeve. <laughs> <laughs> Math. Hmm. All right. Um, and All right. <laughs> None of that. No more. Yeah. Big thing we're is, it was on. the we're, one, we're of the most, here. one of the most performed songs of the 20th century. It was performed by over 50 artists, including Elvis Presley, Aretha Franklin, and Johnny Cash. Ooh. Mm. We should just put all the covers, all those covers on the list so we hear it 50 times. Over 50 times. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, this yeah. was kind of dragging out and, and things were falling behind with it. So, we're like, yep, we're going to cut it off at 60. <laughs> Top 60. <laughs> Woo. All right. So what's your I song, have... Marcus? With a Z. So, Marcus. my song is uh, The Beatles, uh, Hey Jude. Oh, mm. night. I do. Like, so with Hey Jude, like, I, I changed the words to that song with Mel. So it's I I, I it's a great song. Lo- love it. I'm glad it's on the G. What do you say? Hey who? Did hey you Mel. say hey Mel? Yeah, hey, oh, Mel. hey Mel. That yep. makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. So it was actually a written uh, ri- originally written as Hey Jules. It was written for uh, John Lennon's son Julian Lennon. Uh, after uh, John Lennon had left his wife uh, and uh, started uh, dating Yoko Ono. And so he wrote the song to try to cheer up Julian out of a bad situation. And then when he decided to put it on an album, he changed it to Hey Jude. He's like, Dad, who's Jude? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that, you've never called me that. Why are you saying that? That's not the song. Um, 
but yeah all right hey jude cool hey jude it's a good choice mm-hmm. and that rounds mm-hmm. out the gmg mast top 60 yeah Woo! all righty then pat mark the spirit of ronnie J, along with you our beloved friends family and joiners go get your good morning this week and may god bless and guide your lives as you live as you work and as you game one two three